Pride and Prejudice. The novel's title is Pride and Prejudice, and it contains repeated references to both. There's a lot that could be said about them, but their central meaning as it applies to the two main characters is finally made explicit. So I thought I'd pause to give emphasis to the point. When they are finally reconciled, Elizabeth and Darcy have a conversation in which both very frankly confess their faults, each trying to take a greater share of blame in all that came between them. In this exchange, Elizabeth admits to having been prejudiced. Quote, You thought me then devoid of every proper feeling. I am sure you did. The turn of your countenance I shall never forget, as you said that I could not have addressed you in any possible way that would induce you to accept me. Oh, do not repeat what I then said. These recollections will not do at all. I assure you that I have long been most heartily ashamed of it. Darcy mentioned his letter. Did it, said he, did it soon make you think better of me? Did you, on reading it, give any credit to its contents? She explained what its effect on her had been, and how, gradually, all her former prejudices had been removed. Unquote. And later, Darcy admits to having been proud. Quote, I have been a selfish being all my life, in practice, though not in principle. As a child, I was taught what was right, but I was not taught to correct my temper. I was given good principles, but left to follow them in pride and conceit. Unfortunately, an only son, for many years an only child, I was spoilt by my parents, who, though good themselves, my father particularly, all that was benevolent and amiable, allowed, encouraged, almost taught me to be selfish and overbearing, to care for none beyond my own family circle, to think meanly of all the rest of the world, to wish, at least, to think meanly of their sense and worth compared with my own. Such I was from eight to eight and twenty, and such I might still have been, but for you, dearest, loveliest Elizabeth. What do I not owe you? You taught me a lesson, hard indeed at first, but most advantageous. By you I was properly humbled. I came to you without a doubt of my reception. You showed me how insufficient were all my pretensions to please a woman worthy of being pleased. Unquote. When Elizabeth thought she had lost Darcy forever, we were told, quote, she began now to comprehend that he was exactly the man who, in disposition and talents, would most suit her. His understanding and temper, though unlike her own, would have answered all her wishes. It was a union that must have been to the advantage of both. By her ease and liveliness, his mind might have been softened, his manners improved, and from his judgment, information, and knowledge of the world, she must have received benefit of greater importance. Unquote. This softening and improving has already begun, and now it can continue for a lifetime.